It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce joins me as usual. I'm Michael Rand. Patrick down in Florida. Um covering twin spring training lots of stuff going on down there i want to get into a bunch of that right uh, right off the jump patrick we'll probably get into some wild some gopher stuff maybe caitlin clark will be in town in just a couple of days we should maybe talk about that she's coming twice in like two weeks she can't, uh, yes, she can't get right. enough of minneapolis we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of caitlin mania <laughs> but uh those iwegians are gonna be spending some money man they're not gonna like that but uh <laughs> you know anything for caitlin so yes yeah. Um, if you're if you got a hotel with free breakfast, look out! You're going to be in trouble. Those <laughs> there won't be a donut to find within five miles of its free breakfast hotel. So that's for sure. Uh, I'm not an Iowegian, but I've been known to enjoy a good hotel free breakfast as well. Um, the twins, um, twins seem like they might enjoy a free breakfast too because they can't afford more players. Patrick sounds like the 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 Joe Paulette interview the other day. On WCCO, it's it's been several days now, but we've all had a chance to think about it, write about it. Um, we've written plenty about it. You wrote about it the other day. I liked your take on it. To me, the the weird thing about this, Patrick, is there's no need to say that, right? Like as much as you yeah. might say, "Hey, this guy's just <laughs> being honest," there's no real need to come out and say, "Nope, we're not going to try to go out and get one more really good player to add to a playoff team last year. Our payroll is what it is, and we can just kind of stop dreaming about all that right now." Yes, and then uh, and then comparing uh, maybe maybe we're going to have to operate more like the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, good, thank you. Actually, Tampa Bay is not that far behind him in payroll right now, but that was uh, ridiculous to say. I, I, you know, he's inexperienced. He's he's forty one. He's been around. He's uh, he's uh, helped a couple radio stations fail, but uh, he's uh, you know they you know they're trying to do the new generation thing and. Uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, they were better off when Jim Pollard said nothing except what was his uh, what total was system his failure, total system failure. But that was, you know, that was that was OK. But he was right then. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they they obviously I think their target was like one hundred and twenty five million. They're at one hundred and fourteen. So they actually got some, you know, they got some money if they want to. If somebody thinks I think they're. They're probably going to bring in Michael Taylor or somebody, but they have to do those, bring in a, you know, they're not going to bring in a high-priced starting pitcher, and we all know that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't hear that. I didn't really listen to the interview. I just saw the reaction. So maybe Darusha did a good job of, part, you know, pushing him into a corner and making him try to fight his way out right. of it. But, uh yeah, it's uh, the fact of the matter is I I like their lineup. You look at their lineup that they started on opening day last year, and compared to now, I I like their lineup a lot better. But you know, they the as I said, the big the big key last year was they you know they were what twenty eighth in innings pitched by starters in two thousand twenty two and fourth last year. So. Yep. You know, you're going to miss Sonny in that sense. Uh, I wouldn't have given Sonny three years, 75 either. But, uh, you know, there's there's pitchers out there looking for jobs. I, I wouldn't break the bank for Jordan Montgomery either because, no. you know, he's, you know, he turned down a big deal. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to move Kepler or somebody and get a, you know, get a get a good mid-level anyway starting pitcher but i i really don't i don't know if that's happening or not they they do have a lot of left-handed hitting outfielders and uh you know like they they ended up moving polanco but 
Yeah, it was, it gave, gave, I don't know, you know, I can't figure out the fan base either. I mean, I don't know who's the, the people that showed up last year for the playoff there at the end, there was kind of a younger crowd that was just there having fun. They're not, they're not the type of people that are going to dwell on the, okay, they're not signing a starting pitcher. So I'm not going to any more games. Right. Uh, it, it's, and it's hard to see, you know, if you look at the star tribune comments, it's the same guys that have been ripping the pole ads for years because they got a free stadium and they haven't been to a game yet. So, um, you know, it's the, it's the crowd that the crowd we hear from is the crowd that doesn't go to games anyway, in a large part, but you know, if you're the middle level fan who takes an interest in it, yeah, you're a little upset that, uh, that they, uh, that they would not at least be looking around, seeing if they could uh, find another nice $10 million pitcher to put in this rotation. Cause this, uh, De Sclafini or however you pronounce his name, I did hear uh, De Sclafani. I did hear from the editor the other day that I spelled it twice in a column and I was wrong both times. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't make the team, but uh, I think he's here. So, uh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like spelling Nita writer, but uh, uh, <laughs> the name I finally uh, figured out once he got traded. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it's there was yeah, you're right. You you hit the bottom line. There was no reason to say it. No, you know, you know, you're you're an executive of a baseball of a sports team. You're supposed to be a BSer. Never tell the public the truth. Okay, that's 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 the way it's supposed to be. I mean, at least Jim not Polad, at least not until you have to. No, no. Jim Polad was a terrible BSer, but he he succeeded by not saying anything, as I said. Right. And uh, and plus, you got you know you're not you got Falvey and guys that are a lot better at it than you to uh, to talk around this thing. Yeah. So. It was not. It was not necessary. That's for sure. And uh, and it the, the problem is, I'm not. You know, ninety percent of the fan base probably doesn't care. But but the fact that we're getting so much fodder out of it in the media is that's bad for uh, that's bad for the team for sure. What bothers me in particular too is that the cover for a lot of the off-season, you know, payroll reduction has been, you know, not not entirely, but they've been saying, "Hey, we don't know how much TV money we're going to have." The, the whole TV deal, the uncertainty of it during the off-season, and that carried into, you know, carried into January, you know, late late January, February. But we don't know still how much they're getting from this new Bally contract. They took probably their best. They took their best financial deal certainly. If they if they would have gotten more or at least close to as much money from MLB to go that route. I think they would have done that. So they would have been on all the platforms and things like that. So we don't know exactly how they're, how much they're getting from that. If they told us that and said, Hey, yeah, actually we took a $25 million reduction on that. This is why we got to cut payroll. I just don't get the sense. It's that much of a haircut. Cause a lot of these other guys are getting, a lot of these other teams are getting paid pretty much the same. It seems like so. That's, that's what bothers think, me. We don't, we don't know what the TV money is. And that bothers but me. I don't think it's about, 2024 you're right that's if you want to bring in if you want to bring in a a good solid yeah guy who's out there on the market you got to give him a three-year deal and uh and they don't have any idea what it's going to be they they know one thing if mlb 
MLB.com uh, takes it over, or not at .com, just MLB takes it over like they have, what, Arizona and uh, San Diego, I think, yeah. San Diego, uh, that they're going to be taking a whole lot less money probably for to start with. And hopefully they'll, they, what they got to do is get the streamers to pay something, you know, right. in, right. The, in the, the, the under 40 streaming crowd wants everything for free. So uh, yes. it's going to be, uh, they, that's the uncertainty here. If they can get a, if they can get a fifteen million dollar pitcher who's good for one year, they'd probably take him. Now, yeah, good point. But yeah, but uh, I, I, I have they, they got to be up to something. I mean, here's the thing: it's still February. Yeah, they're gonna be here for another four weeks, and <laughs> uh, and uh, they'll, you know, it's they're, they're talking to people every day, trying to, you know, they are. I'm sure trying to get another pitcher. But uh, uh, for now, they, uh, you know, for now, they don't have anybody who can get a one-year deal. And, you know, that if they could do that, I think they'd probably do it. That said, you know, that said, the other thing about baseball is this could be, you know, I mean, you started last year. We hated this team for four months. Yes. You know, because they struck out all the time and they were, you know, they were under, they'd have a week where they'd score four runs and, uh, and, uh, you know, they just, they didn't care that Joey Gallo, they were given, I bet, they ended up giving 400 bats to Joey O'Gallo, who struck out 45% of the time and a lot of things like that. And then the last couple of months, the vibe got good. And then they finally won some playoff games. But uh, things were negative last year for much That's of true. the year. And uh, the, uh, I mean, baseball seasons to me always have, a, I mean, first of all, they're endless. Right? Yes. They, they go on and on and then things can change. I always go back to... 84 when we were going to move out of town and we had the buyout i had harvey's great buyout going up there and getting tickets and uh you know in the middle of june they were buried and uh and then he ended up i mean the, the west division was horrible as bad right. as the central is now but in you know in august and september in August, they were five and a half games in front or something yeah. like that. So baseball seasons are uh, are weird and they stand alone. I mean, this could be one of those disasters and uh, because they get a bunch of guys hurt and, uh, and, and and all the plans go. Or it could be a, it, it's really hard to, you know, the Yankees are generally going to be good. The Dodgers are going to be great. There's about six teams, you know, for sure. And then there's five, six, eight, you know, are going to be terrible. And then everybody else, it's how, how things go. It's yeah. 162. I mean, sometimes you, sometimes you get the, I, I left here. What year perk was a uh, perk was in the same place I used to be. And we were talking and perk could have been more excited about the team. He thought it was uh, great. Uh, and that was the, uh, but they they'd finally gotten out of the hole and uh and that was I believe the uh was it like fifteen to sixteen? Two thousand fifteen team. Fifteen was the good year. Winning. Fifteen was the decent year, and then sixteen 15 was the failure was a good year. year. Sixteen when they were horrible. Yeah. And then there's uh and I always another one I go back to, Mike, is uh two thousand eleven being down. Yeah. And 
people, everybody I ran into at the ballpark, and they were really drawn well in spring training back then. The stadium was always full. Hey, Rusty, can we beat the Yankees this year? And that team ended up uh, losing uh, 50 of their last 69 games. Yeah. And, go. and celebrating on the last day of the season because they didn't lose 100. Yes, I remember that. So, uh, you know, we all know what's going to happen until it doesn't. That's why that's why we follow sports, right? That's so, a good uh, point. That's a good. Those are yeah. all good points. I mean, I feel like the and the reasons for optimism this year are genuine. You talked about the vibe changing last year. I mean, the vibe changing last year was one guy. It was Royce Lewis, right? It was yes. he he changed. I've never seen uh, I shouldn't say never, but you, rarely with the Twins have I seen one person change a vibe like that. He changed yes. and you, you combine you know, presumed health at some point for him, although he's got to show it. You you combine that with Buxton seems like he feels as good as he's felt in years. Correa sounds like he's healthier. There are legitimate reasons this that they should be excited about the lineup. It's the pitching is the scary part. The pitching is definitely yes, the scary part. Yeah, it is. And uh, you know, every time Johan Duran throws a hundred and four mile an hour pitch, uh, you know, Phil, uh, our buddy Phil Miller went on uh, some. Oh, he appeared at the Twins Daily uh, yeah, function that's right. that they yeah. have the Twins Daily function this the year. Meltdown. Suggested suggested they should they should trade Duran because yeah. uh, you know to get when he's got maximum value and they almost they almost hauled him off the stage <laughs> and beat him up. I hear from the bonus and those guys who were telling me yes. the crowd went crazy and uh phil was happy because it's the first time he ever got booed in his life but anyway it was uh yeah so i mean it's all it's injuries last yeah. year they had good injuries, yeah pitching wise last year they had really good health forget tyler malley they had really good health and can it happen again this year i, I mean that's just you know that's just the great unknown is uh, we know one thing. They aren't going to get as many innings out of their starters as they no, did last year. I wouldn't. 800, so. 895 last year, This which is compared to, you know, 107 or eight more innings out of their starters than they had uh, the year before. So, you know, and, and that's the other thing is, oh, Rocco, he takes his pitchers out early. <laughs> they were Chris Archer and Dylan Bundy. That's yeah. why he took them out early. <laughs> doesn't take Pablo Lopez and no. Sonny Gray out early. Okay. No. If you're pitching well, yeah. you can stay in. If you're not Bundy and yeah. Archer, you yeah. can stay so, in. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's a mystery. Let's, uh, yeah. you're, I mean, if you want to be mad about the payroll and uh, the fact that uh, – uh, they, 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 I mean, they got money now, even, even at their cheap level, if they're, they're sitting at 114 right now. Yeah. They'll spend, uh, I mean, they got 10 or 12 to spend anyway. Yeah. They, they lost a ton in 2020, but they, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they came back and spent money after that. So I don't, I don't really know why all of a sudden they're having this come to Jesus thing because the twins stand alone as a business in the Polad empire. And they're, they're supposed to pay for themselves, but I, I don't know why they suddenly have decided that uh, that uh, they got to crack down. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, a little, 
maybe a couple more baseball things uh, aside from the payroll, and then we'll move on to a few other subjects. But is, is Louis Varlin going to make the club this year? I saw Bobby's I early Bobby's early start. projections didn't have him on the didn't have him no, on the roster. I, I, I think it depends upon uh, the the Scalafani. If uh, you know, to, is he going to make it to opening day? Is he going to make it through spring training with his history of injuries? If not, you know, he'll go to St. Paul. But I guarantee you, the first two months he's over there, they'll use all five of those options they're able to use to slip him over there and have him uh, pitch a, a day to give some of their other arms another day off, and he'll mm-hmm. he'll be back and forth. But I would, uh, I would uh, not do it that way. I would uh, I would give him a chance if he's. If he's one of their five best starters uh, down here, I'd, I'd keep him. But, uh, you know, they're going to – Yeah, I, I just thought the reason they took this D. Sclafani was because Seattle made him to offset the money with Polanco yeah. more than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to uh, build this guy up as though he's some veteran. The last two years he hadn't pitched. He had yeah. a good year three years ago. But, he, you know, he's – he hasn't pitched. He's pitched, you know, he's been hurt both times. So I don't know. I'm not betting on it right now, though. I think I think Bobby's pretty accurate. Uh he, he did have uh he did have Austin Martin making the team on his thing, and that I'd I'd like to see that, but uh I, I wouldn't bet on it. I really think though I don't okay, if Buxton can't make it through spring training, then and Michael Taylor's still yeah. floating around, go get him. But I there's if Buxton's playing center field when the season starts, there's no break reason to bring Michael Taylor back. No, I just soon have Austin Martin because he can play all over the field, and he's 25 now. Come on, gotta let's, let's, see, let's see, let's see. Louis 20, Louis 25 too, isn't he? I think Louis 25 too. What are we waiting for? Let you know this is you know stop babying these guys at age 25 like they're some. You know, oh, they need a little more experience. No, they don't. If they're 25 years old, they can either cut it or they can't. You know, by the time so, these poor guys reach free agency, they're in their early 30s now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, they got uh, I didn't even know about the rule change that uh, Bill uh, wrote about the other day, too. The blocking the babes thing uh, with on base runners on steals, Morocco was talking about it. And he said, I don't think, you know, it's supposed to be egregious for him to call it. Yeah. And uh, he said, I said, Rocco, these, you got about 12 egomaniacs who won't, they they start that game wanting to be the first guy to make that call. Yeah. They'll, they'll be making that call every time they get a chance. The, the the new generation of Joe West will be trying to screw up the game by hey I made that call and I was right and this thing isn't 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 reviewable. How many guys they said that you know sliding in the base you drop your knee and tag him out. He says it causes a lot of injuries. Okay, right. One. Yeah, two, I don't remember. Yeah. What, you know what you know they're I, they they've gone overboard too and. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all love the pitch clock, and uh, but most most times baseball does something they get it wrong. Let's remember that. So I can 
that's going to be a big controversy the first month. Yeah. Somebody's going to lose the game because some idiot yes. going to call this and they can't review it. So let me let me just say that. And they're going to call I it way more. Them. They'll call it way more early on, too. It'll be the kind of thing where they call it a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. It'll be a point of emphasis, then they'll stop calling it and people yeah. forget yeah. about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. It's, yeah. uh, the, 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 the umpires want to be, you know, heroes and have you. They they feel lonely now. There's nothing to argue about. Everything's <laughs> reviewable and stuff. This will give them a chance to be jackasses. They love that. So Just wait till they go to electronic yeah. balls and strikes. They'll have nothing to, they'll have nothing oh, God, left. That'll, they'll have that'll, nothing that'll, Dana Kicker was at the game yesterday. I was talking to him. He says, that's when I'm done. When they go to electronic balls and strikes, he said, I'm, then I'm done watching. So yeah. well. anyway. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope, the anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. Let's talk Gophers a little bit here. Um, had an opportunity yesterday in Nebraska to make a make their make make their NCAA tournament case stronger at least. I still don't I still don't know where they are with that because of they're... their their non conference was so bad and they're, they're yeah. they just don't have enough opportunities. They'd have to they'd have to be pretty good down the stretch and make a little Big Ten tournament run. But lose by eighteen at yeah. Nebraska they couldn't they couldn't make a shot. They were six of twenty three from three point range and they had been shooting the ball really well as they kind of got back into this, got over 500 in the conference, but not an entirely surprising result, I wouldn't say, based on... No, Nebraska's good, finally. It took Freddie Hoiberg a long time, and uh, and uh, they're really good defensively, and they're hard, kind of a hard-nosed team, and, uh, the, you know, the Gophers, as I said, I didn't see much of it, but looking at the uh, play-by-play, uh, they were only they were in it until the final twenty-seven and a half minutes. So uh, it was it was not exactly a thriller. And I I I, I saw that coming. I who are they going to you know they they got to beat like Penn State on the road or somebody like that, right? Don't they still have Penn State on the road? Uh, I think now they've they've got Penn State at home. That the two the whole the two oh. home games are pretty winnable. It's like Penn State and Indiana. Yeah. But they've got like Illinois and. Somebody else on the road, two like yeah, two potential like resume builders on the road, and the two home games they should win or need to win. I don't know. I I don't think they're in. I don't think they're going to get in. I I mean they're they're okay, but I there's it's hard to make a case for them as a they end up tied for sixth in the Big Ten. Right. They would have to uh, you know and and then stop telling me that they've won all you know eight they won eighteen games or something like who cares they didn't play anybody. And uh, in their non-conference schedule, so you know those those games don't really get. They're they're a team with its win total doesn't mean anything, right? Win total. I mean, because right. <laughs> it's what you do in a conference. They get they get the eleven and nine, and then win two games in yeah. the NC in the tournament. Then they'll then they'll be yeah. But yeah, they got. Right. They're still like seventy third or seventy fourth. That's where something. they were going into the Nebraska yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, they'll be down in the high seventies now, probably. So, what's going to hurt them in the end, Patrick? Is they that lost to Missouri? Missouri has not won an SEC game this year. Have you seen that? They're oh, I like, saw that. Yeah, they're like zero yeah. and thirteen, zero and fourteen in the SEC yeah. this year. And they were good. Didn't they give their coach? A, didn't they? 
weren't they pretty good last year? And I can't remember. A new contract yeah. or something. I, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they. I think I thought they were kind of a surprisingly good team last year. Listen, college basketball is when when I, I we said that when Nebraska and Northwestern are two of the four best yeah. teams in the Big Ten, and when Louisville has got the, one of the worst programs in America, and uh, uh, it you know, Notre Dame's terrible, and they went in and beat Louisville by twenty five. And it, it's screwed up right now, and it's going to get a lot more screwed up if the court ruling in Virginia and the other places, you could just yeah. call them up and make them an offer. You right. Send yeah, them a printed NIL contract. stuff, yeah, that was huge. Oh, it is. You can just, you can say, here's the deal. You know, it's not, it's, you know, I'm going to miss good old-fashioned country basketball cheating that, uh, it was, <laughs> right now that's all it was great because yeah. back when they back when the uh you know in the 70s and 80s when the big 10 was filled with all these coaches you know, these legendary coaches and everybody was dutch once in a while would uh get loosened up and off the record and talk about the the days at michigan when he was with johnny oh, sure. and and uh <laughs> There, then there, there was about six other hardcore cheaters in the league, and uh, and they were trying to protect their Michigan turf. And one of their things was uh, Walker, uh, or the Campanella Russell's parents. I can't remember what her name was, but every time one of her sons was getting recruited, she wanted new carpet. <laughs> she didn't want the cheap <laughs> stuff either. She wanted. Somebody, I, I don't know if he brought, somebody brought carpet samples and uh, <laughs> they, they get this junk out of here. We don't want that stuff. Oh my you know, gosh. Back, back in the day when, uh, you know, you, you look like uh, the famous John Rose story when Johnny Orr was screaming at him because uh, a Muslim brought Harvey McKay in and they were trying to, you know, because uh, Booster should recruit them. Now they can again, and and they basically made their offer to uh, very vivid to uh, Campanella. And Johnny, next time Johnny sees uh, John John Rowe, he's screaming at him. He's saying, "You know, you got you got coming in and trying to steal my players." And John said to him, "Hey, Johnny, where would he end up?" <laughs> <You> <laughs> And he says, that's beside the point. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he ended great. up in Michigan, so they took care of him. But now it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, you know the good thing about it, though, is nobody can any longer to say, you stop ripping these kids. They're college athletes. Right. They, they're am amateur athletes. Right. Now we can rip them just like they're the pros, <laughs> man. We can go after them and say, you know, this this kid failed us. He's, he didn't show up, the bum, just like we do with the pros now. And well, big-time colleges. How are you going to keep guys, though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to be yeah. harder and harder for, like, the mid-level programs, I feel like. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. It just feels like the programs like Minnesota – are the ones mm -hmm. that are going to suffer particularly because the the ones that were at the bottom are going to stay at the bottom. The ones that are at the top are the ones that have the built up kind of money connections that people yes. care that much about that they'll pay these guys what they want and get those guys in. But you know, like UCLA apparently is in ter 
They, yes. UCLA yeah. got terrible NIL. Money. I know. But, How, that, that blew my I, mind I when I saw it. that. That blew you know, my USC's mind. USC's got money. USC's private, and maybe that, that's a lot of maybe the US. Apparently, USC graduates are a lot more proud of their university yes. than UCLA graduates. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's plus. What's it going to do to the other sports? You know, know. What's it going to do to the other sports that, uh, you know, because uh, if, if you're, if you're tapping this guy for a hundred thousand dollars a year, he's not going to give it to, he's not going to give it to the general fund then he's right. going to give it to a basketball player. And that, you know, so all the other sports all of a sudden are, you know, but going to be Funded even less than they are now. It's a, uh, it's incredible. When are they going to make writing term papers legal? Because that was, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah why not? Let's uh, go all the way. Most Let's... overrated scandal in that, the history of sports. I was sports in about that. That was twenty five. That was twenty five years ago this year that that broke. Yeah, and it would, I, I think George Dorman won a Pulitzer didn't he did. or something yeah. for investigative journalism for. For uh, Jan Gangelhoff giving her uh, menstrual cycle uh, paper to 20 basketball players. Yeah. Who cared? You know, but back to, you know, now you you don't care. Everybody's, I mean, now they have six tutors hand carrying everybody yeah. through. You, if you flunk out now, it's just because you decided never to show up on campus. That's yes. the only way you can yes. plug out. We haven't seen him in two months. We got to give him some uh, bad grades here. So uh, when when's the last athlete that flunked out? Of course, if yeah. they do flunk out now, then nobody will say they're flunked out because no. we're afraid we'll get sued or something. But it's, uh, it's impossible to flunk out, too, because all the tutors they have and everything. I remember going over to see Coach Brew. Coach Brew proudly telling me that was one of the few talks we had that uh-huh. he had hired there. They were hiring three guys to help non-qualifiers with educational problem with, you know, yeah. educational problems. I can't remember what the term was, but basically they're going to get them declared uh, diminished in some way. I don't know what. And then they can hand carry them through school to, uh, yeah, and I said, oh, that's boy, that's I, I'm proud of that as a University of Minnesota <laughs> dropout. But anyway, <laughs> dropout. It's it's yeah. uh it's uh yeah it's it's I mean bad. sport college sports are just colleges in general are in trouble because men aren't going to school anymore. That's true. That's, yeah, that's that is true. Thing. So so it's uh it's a really weird situation to say the least. Royal Credit Union's smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Enjoy financial freedom when you open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking. Insured by NCUA. Let's finish up talking about Caitlin Clark. She's coming here on Wednesday. That game is already sold out at Williams Arena. She'll be back with Iowa another couple weeks after that for the Big Ten women's basketball tournament. What a a, phenomenon. You know what's the most amazing thing yet what they have sold out the big 10 women's basketball tournament even for the two rounds that there's no chance she's going to play just in case she would have slipped and they to get i guess actually to guarantee yourself a seat 
for the quarters and semis yeah. and finals, you had to buy the whole package, right? Yeah. So they sold yeah. the whole thing out. It's incredible. It's because yeah. last year when she was here and she was starting to get a lot of attention. Yeah. And we called it the most successful Big Ten women's tournament ever. That's because every time Iowa played, there was 9,000 people. And every time right. everybody else played, there was 600. But now they're going to, you know, there's going to be games played there when there's 1,000 people in the stands and they're going to tell us there was 15,000. But uh, I, I don't know what the capacity is, but they sold out the tournament. Yeah. And the, and the men's tournament isn't close to being no. sold out. No, it's, it's it's her. It's her. I mean, if you're looking for a reason, it's her. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was uh, I was talking to who was I talking a couple of days ago. I mean, I never thought I could live long enough that the number one basketball personality in college basketball was a woman. You know, she's way bigger than anybody the men have going. For. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, am I going to go see her or the big lug from uh, Purdue, you know, make his three footers? <laughs> I'm, uh, I mean, he's, he's going to be the he's going to be the men's college player of the year for two straight right. years. Zach Eady, yeah. Nobody cares. Right. It, it is. A, it's a phenomenon. It's it's uh, it, it's amazing. I uh, I was talking to somebody who's kind of got a little knowledge. They think she's going to the WNBA because if she comes back and then if she comes back for another year and all the records she's setting, then people will start saying, ah, she played another year, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's uh, maybe, but she's probably making more money. And she, she, I don't know how many of her NIL built, uh, deals she how many of those sponsors would leave her if she didn't play college if she went to the WNBA because there's a lot more money for her on the table uh, now than in the college than she would be getting in the WNBA that's for sure. She had 24 points the other day. She had a triple double, but that leaves her 51 behind Pete Maravich going into this yeah. for a game. So I don't think she's going to. Yeah, shouldn't say she won't. I don't think she's no. going to get it. But uh, how much? Uh, how much of that sold out crowd? Because it was sold out in December, I think. The Gopher game, yeah, uh, it, was, it was sold out quick. Yeah. How much of it's going to be yellow and black? Probably quite 8, a bit 000. of it. It's going to be like those old days at the dome where it was all yeah. yellow and black or red for the they, Wisconsin uh, games. Uh, yellow and black. They tore down the goalposts there. That was a. That was a. That was a bad thing in the Metrodome when the opposing fans tore yes. down the goalposts. Was that, that the fifty-five nothing game that they did that at, or was that a different game? I think it might have been. That was uh, that brew was seven and one that year. Yes, that was the end. I was showing up at events and people were almost throwing stuff at me, screaming at me. I went. To, I remember I went to a <laughs> football game in Delano or Dasso Cocado or something. There's a big Gopher booster out there. And uh, yeah, what do you think? No, you, yeah, blah, they were all screaming <laughs> at me. And uh, then he lost his last five. And do you know that that I think that 55 0 was like the most lopsided loss in Big Ten history for anybody? Uh, at at that point, it happened not wow. not just the Gophers. Now hmm. I might be wrong, but uh, I remember it was some historic score in the same yeah. year. He was seven and one. He gets beat fifty five zero. Fifty five zero. How that happened? He was he was a very rational guy. And then he 
Then he decided he was going to change his offense before that bowl game. Remember, he got rid of the run and oh, shoot. I could have forgot about that. You know, it's going to be a power. We were, Iowa had the big running back, and they came in here and ran it down his throat. So then we were going to become a power team in the four weeks before the <laughs> mediocre bowl game. So he was uh, he was a beauty, to say the least. Yeah, beauty, to say the least. Well, yeah, we should, maybe we'll probably end with it. We'll end on Brewster. That's a it's a sour note to end on. We won't get into the wild. We will have plenty of time to talk about the wild. Hey, I'm on the wild, man. I'm interested. What's I'm going a little on? more interested. I'm a little bit more interested now. They're uh, they're going out. That was that. You, they were going on that three game road trip. They lose the first one. They come back and beat Edmonton. It was good. Yes. And, they, and then they beat the Crackheads five two with that. And their their top line is going nuts. Right. So uh, they're going to make the playoffs again. I don't think so. There's too many. There's too many. There's like five teams battling for one spot. I don't think they're going to get. St. Louis is terrible. They're better than they got a little momentum here. They do. They're, I still don't think they're going to get in. But yeah. they're, they're better. Well, they're, when they get good okay. goaltending, they're good. They're they're good. Well, you've always been, been a pessimist, unlike me. So <laughs> you've always been kind of that kind of guy. So. I am that kind of guy. Well, all right. Have a good day at the ballpark, Patrick. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Goodbye.